Hello and welcome to another Jersey Football Chat. Uh, today I am joined by Brett Pittman. Um, how are you doing, Brett? Yeah, very well, thank you. All good. 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 Um, I'll go into the question straight away. Uh, taking it way, way back in your Jersey days, who do you remember playing over here and who did you play for? Yeah, I do. I played for, I started at First Tower um, under... 14s and then moved to St Paul's and played for I think they're under 14s under 16s under 18s and reserves and then first team yeah what what kind of memories do you have of back then do you, did you ever play at Springfield yeah played there a lot of times before obviously before it's now a cage isn't it I think yeah yeah it's, it's, yeah. yeah it's 3G now yeah yeah no there was always something special about Playing there as, as a young a young kid, the pitch was always was always good under floodlights. It was always felt like an occasion when you were a young kid. I enjoyed playing there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, how did the move to Bournemouth come about? Obviously, being a Jersey boy, how did they spot you, and how did it all come about? Uh, Jack Cannon was obviously at uh, Bournemouth, and then so I ended up somehow going for a trial I think through St Paul's for, for a week and then they come over with their youth team and um, our jersey under 18s played them Yeah, I think I scored four against them and then St Paul's first team played them the next day and I think I played the first half and scored scored again so I think I, I signed pretty quickly after that Yeah how, how much did it encourage you knowing Jack was there beforehand as well how much was that a, a help to you in a way yeah it was it was a help obviously going go, when I moved there knowing knowing somebody it makes it a lot a lot easier obviously you move away from from your friends and your family so knowing someone it, it was a lot easier um, I'd obviously been to a lot of places before training and that so I kind of knew what to expect anyway but um, yeah it certainly made it made it a lot easier how big was the step up from Jersey to professional club? Uh, yeah, I think I think more than anything, it was just playing different opposition. Whereas obviously in Jersey, you you end up knowing who you who you're playing every week. Um, there's only obviously a certain number of teams there. Whereas um, in England, you you've got a bit more of a variation and different teams, different different standards and. I think that was the main difference. For sure, for sure. Um, you played under Eddie Howe in the youth days and then he went on to be your manager further down the line as well. How big an impact did he have on your career? Yeah, he when I, when I was first into the first team, he was obviously a player at the time, so I played with him and then he had to retire due to, due to injury and then he become like a first team coach when I was still young, and I did a lot of work with him, um, yeah. like after training on days off, and yeah, and then he obviously got got the manager's job. Um, yeah, he was massive for me, really. I won't hide the fact that he's probably been the biggest part of my career. The best best football I've played under has been under him, and I really enjoyed working for him. Um, are, you, are you not surprised um, by how much he is rated by a lot of the English press and even f football fans? How how highly he is rated? 
no, no, it doesn't surprise me because obviously I've I've worked firsthand with him. Um, obviously, since I've left, I've I've seen him work. I, I'm still still in contact with him. Um, live live nearby, so it's yeah, it's um, it's not a surprise at all how hard he works. His his work ethic is probably one of his biggest strengths because he works tirelessly day in day out and deserves every success that he gets. Yeah, sure. Now that that's what gets him to the top, the hard work. Um, in 2008 season, 2007-8 season, um, that was how tough was that season for you? Obviously, getting relegated and all the stuff going behind the scenes at Bournemouth as well that year. How tough was that? Yeah, I think I think that went hand in hand. I think we obviously. We started with a ten-point deduction, I think, that season, and obviously went down by less than ten points. I think we ended up going down on the final final day of the season. So, yeah, being relegated, not not a nice feeling. I think in that instance, there there was probably outside factors of of why why we went down. Um, in terms of the administration and things going on, I was so young. I don't think I really understood what was actually happening I, I would turn up and train play and you kind of you're all right because you're young but for the older the older lads with mortgages with kids um i think obviously they probably felt felt the impact a bit more to be honest yeah for sure and you touched on it that you broke into the team so young how was that for you to get into the team at the age you did was it a, a quick transition or uh, how did you adapt to it yeah it certainly wasn't quick I don't think it was I think I, I was on the bench when I was I think 16 and then made my debut when I was not far off just turned 17 um, I was so young I, I, I probably wasn't ready ready for it at the time I was play, I was still playing reserves but involved with the first team pretty much every week which was a great experience come mostly coming off the bench and I think it took a few seasons of that to then gradually you you become used to it and and you feel part of it and feel ready to play week in week out which which eventually I obviously did sure for sure um you also got a few promotions with them this season uh, two seasons after you got relegated, you got promoted to League One again. And then I think you had a brief spell away from the club and then you came back and helped them eventually get to the Premier League. How how good was that season in the Championship for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, it it was unbelievable. It started probably, like you say, when I come back, our team from League One pretty much ch- never changed from the team that got promoted to the Premier League. We added one or two players, but it, on the whole, it was it was the same team, um, and that that's the best football I've played in, without a doubt. Our team was was very good, and goes to show how many of them have gone on to play in the Premier League, and and obviously some still are playing in the Premier League. So um, it was a special time. It was a special group of lads. It was thoroughly enjoyable to play in. Um, but we did work hard. We worked very hard as a team and, and probably that was our biggest thing. Everyone would go on about how good we, we passed the ball, but our work ethic and was probably the, the biggest thing. We would just go go out and, and really overrun teams. For sure. And 
a lot of people say the championship is probably one of the hardest leagues in the world. Do you agree with that? Especially with the, it often was a weekend, midweek, weekend kind of job. Yeah, it, it definitely is the toughest. I think more than anything, anybody can beat anybody on any given day. So to put a consistent run together, you you really have to be at it every week, if you if you want to say that. Um, so, yeah, I think it is one of the toughest leagues. It is relentless. Like you say, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, every week. Um, yeah. But we, we were lucky that season with with injuries. We didn't pick up too many and really kept a, bat, a settled side to a point. Obviously, there was changes throughout, but not not too many. Yeah, yeah. Um, how's how much of a regret? I, obviously, we don't know what happened in that season why Bournemouth didn't keep you on. Or, but how much of a regret was it never playing in the Premier League for you as a player and as an individual? Yeah, it was. I mean, to be honest, when when I left Bournemouth, it was it was my choice. It was. I sat down with Eddie. Like I said before, I've got a really good relationship with him. He said, "Look, it's going to be difficult." for you to get a lot of minutes on the pitch. We're going to obviously sign players. And I was in the last year of my contract. He said, we, I can't promise you that we can offer you a new one. Um, and at the time, Ipswich offered me a good contract for, for three years. I had a young family and that that's what I chose. A bit of um, security. Looking back, probably I would, I wouldn't have made that decision in hindsight, I would have stayed at Bournemouth for at least six months and, and seen where it went. But I made it for for the right reasons. Yeah. Um, so I enjoyed my time at Ipswich. It's a great club, but looking back, I probably would have made a different decision. And and same with the Blackpool. They were close to signing you, Ian Holloway. How did that go? Yeah. See that that's the to- total opposite. I I wouldn't change that decision. Yeah. whatsoever we were league two at the time or league one I can't remember I think we were league, we were league one at the time I think um obviously Blackpool at the time were Premier League club I, I went up there had a medical passed my medical and just didn't really get a good feeling I met Ian Holloway who was really good to be honest yeah. was great but didn't really get a good feeling from the from the club or the chairman I just felt like I was another another body I didn't feel really special I just felt like I was a name on a list so I was more than happy just to go back to Bournemouth and and play for them in League One Um, it just so happened over that weekend Bristol City ended up agreeing a fee with Bournemouth and and I went there yeah Um, obviously you went to Bristol City uh, for a few seasons then came back to um, Bournemouth and then Ipswich but Pompey really stands out to me. You became captain. Um, you had a blinding season as well. Uh, blinding few seasons. How was that experience for you? And you were a bit of a fan's favourite there as well. <laughs> yeah, um, Portsmouth's a, a really good club. The the um, the fans are. Well, I'm sure you've seen you've seen them. They're, they're unbelievable. Home and away. That they are second to none really to be honest they're, they're fantastic um, and it was a privilege to, to be captain and a privilege to play in front of them unfortunately we we didn't really achieve what 
what I thought we would achieve getting promotion because that club should be in the championship minimum. Um, how good was it for Aston Park as well? Obviously, it's a really historic stadium in the uh, English football. Uh, how good was it to play there? And even at other stadiums that you played at, how good is it to play in front of the crowds? And how different is it to, obviously, we know it as Jersey and not many people, but how good is it people chanting your name and stuff like that? Yeah, it's a, it's... It is. It's really obviously playing in front of crowds. Once you're used to it, it's it's the best feeling. And obviously, at the moment, we've had it taken away from us. So you kind of it kind of reiterates how important the fans are and and what a big difference to the game they make. Really, um, I think a lot of footballers would have taken it for granted before. Um, and obviously, the situation we're in at the moment has probably reaffirmed how how big they are um, playing in front of, at, like you say, Fratton Park, for for example, the atmosphere, some, some days, some nights there was ridiculous. Um, obviously we took, I think 45, 50,000 to Wembley. Yeah. Um, and Sunderland did the same. So to play in front of a sellout at Wembley was, was obviously special, but um, yeah, all, all fans I've played in front of, be honest have been have been good they've been been really good with me all the time to be honest would you say that game at Wembley is your standout moment as a player no not really to, to be honest maybe because it it was in the least fashionable trophy if you if you like um i think in terms of a single game probably the night we beat fulham 5-1 for bournemouth at fulham yeah um as as a whole game, as an occasion, I'd probably say any of any of the three promotions really. Probably the, the in the end, the one where we went up to the Premier League is is the standout one for obvious reasons. But um, when you achieve something as a group that you've worked through for the whole season, it, it, it is special. So probably any any three of them really. How how good was it? Obviously, as a group, it's fantastic. But for the fans as well to get Bournemouth to the Premier League from and the journey that it, you went on to make it happen as well. How good was that whole kind of experience? Yeah, I think I think it probably made it more special, like you say, the journey that we'd been on. You you see faces obviously in the crowd and in in and around the ground that had been there when we had the points deductions in League Two and, and now they're watching Man United, Liverpool, whoever it was at the time at at Bournemouth in the league. So it's special for them as well as the players. And I think Eddie was really good at bringing everyone together. It was, he made people aware that were new to the club, the, the history and what people had done in league one and league two to be able to give the opportunity to the people that are coming in the championship and ultimately the premier league. Um, so I think people that signed for Bournemouth were, were aware of the history and the recent history, really. For sure. Um, you've played with many players over the seasons. Um, are there a few that stand out to you as the best you've played with? There's a, there's a few, yeah, that stand out. The, the best, I think, probably Darren Anderton. 
yeah. right at the end of his career. Um, I think technically he was the best by a long way. Um, and that, and like I say, that was right at the end of his career. He he was frightening, really, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and then after him, I played with so many good players: Callum Wilson, Matt Ritchie, Mark Pugh, Charlie Daniel. Like basically, that that whole team um, was was frightening. So yeah, any of them, but probably Darren Anderton stands out as, as the best. Sure. And manager-wise, is it Eddie Howe? Yeah. yeah, yeah, but again, stands out a long way for me. Um, from the reasons that I've I've already said, he yeah. he's. I've worked. Mick McCarthy was was good to work for, um, but yeah, Eddie Eddie is miles miles ahead of everyone in my in my opinion. How how much depth does he go into in his like analysis and team talks? Yeah, not not maybe so much the team talks, but the analysis, if if we play on a Saturday and then we've got no game till the following Saturday, you'd start on the Tuesday in terms of opposition, what you want to do yourself. Um, we would, we, you would never ever go into a game under him and not be prepared. That That's the, the easiest way to put it. We were always prepared. Um, and I'd probably say we are probably always the best prepared whoever we played against, nobody would have been better prepared than us. Um, you're now at Swindon. Um, how's the season going? And how, especially with the current climate, how much you kind of miss, how different is it, basically? Very different. It's rubbish, to be honest. <laughs> like, I said, like I said before, once you're used to playing in front of fans, to then turn up at empty stadiums, it, it's... An anti-climax. It's it's difficult. Obviously, you've you've then got to motivate yourself rather than um, have a crowd to to do it for you. Um, when you score, there's obviously no reaction. It, it's not it's not good. I don't think I don't think any player will, would turn around and say they're enjoying it. To be honest, because I don't think they are. Yeah, and um, you're obviously near the bottom at the moment, but it's very tight near the bottom. How? exciting is it obviously you've had promotions how exciting or is it nerve-wracking playing in a kind of relegation battle which way around is it it's certainly not exciting <laughs> um but I, w- I wouldn't say it's nerve-wracking we've still got i think 20 odd games to go so um we've had a tough season i don't think there's any getting away from it obviously we lost lost our manager to salford the new managers come in. We've had a lot of injuries. Um, financial, the financial landscape for a lot of lower league clubs because of of what's going on is is difficult. So it's difficult to sign sign good players. Um, so there's been a lot of factors, and maybe to be honest, we we probably as a team, um, as a squad, not been quite good enough at the moment. For sure. Um... Obviously, coming towards the end of your career, is Jersey something you might be interested in? Jersey Bulls, maybe one day even a little stint there? I'm not sure, to be honest. I've not really ever thought about it. Obviously, I'm aware that, that they're playing and they're doing doing well when they're allowed to play, obviously. Um, 
who knows? It's something I wouldn't rule out. It's not something, like I said, that I've overly thought about, but hopefully I've got a few more years left playing in, in League One and League Two and and then then I'll see what see what happens. Obviously living in, in England, got kids in school and stuff, so there's a lot of lot of factors you'd have to think about, but I wouldn't I, I certainly wouldn't rule it out, but obviously like I said, it's not something I've I've thought about. Yeah, for sure. Um you spoke about having kids and stuff. How has this year been, especially the homeschooling side of things? Has that been hard to juggle? Um the first lockdown was 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 okay because obviously I we weren't playing so I was I was at home so I could help help the wife and we we live we live in Bournemouth so we're, we're quite lucky that we're like Jersey we're we're near the beach so um, when the weather was good we we was all right yeah. this lockdown's been a little bit more challenging I think obviously the weather's not been as good so you can't get out as much and and I'm still playing and training every day so it's been a lot lot tougher on her than than it has on me to be honest for sure um is coaching something that you might be interested in the future as well um yeah often, yeah yeah certainly yeah I've done my badges um I've got probably another one to do um but yeah certainly coaching and, and I'd like to have, have a go at management at some some level to sit just to see um I'd like to think I, I know a bit about the game and I understand understand football so um I know that doesn't give you a a right to be a good manager but I'd like to ha- I'd like to have a go at it I think and, and just see see how it goes are you helping maybe the younger 19 18 year olds coming through now at uh, Swindon or uh, is that something you're doing as well um only only the cut the very we've got i think maybe one or two young lads that are training with us the rest are separate we're we're obviously in separate bubbles so we we don't really see the youth team yeah um before the before the pandemic i i've been in to help at bournemouth my a lot of my friends are, are coaches there so that it's easy for me to go there and and help them and just just see what it's like really because it is completely different for sure so um, um, and talking about advice, uh, obviously we've got a few good youngsters coming through in Jersey. Um, what advice would you be give to them about becoming a professional footballer, and um, if they have a chance to go and impress, what would you tell them to do? Yeah, just just to do exactly that, just to go and take a chance and. I I used to go away pretty much every half term, every holidays. I was at different clubs, and a lot of the time it didn't work out. But you've got to just keep going. It's difficult when you're in Jersey to obviously be spotted first of all, and then be able to get get away. It's it's tough, but if you do manage to, just just work as hard as you can and and try and enjoy it really. And if you get a knockback, and try not to let it affect you, and, and try and go again. Sure. For sure. Um, thank you for coming on. Thanks for talking. Uh, it's been brilliant catching up and been brilliant following you over the years as well. And it's been great as a Jersey man having a Jersey person uh, to follow over. And I'm sure it's the same for everyone as well. So well done for all you've done. Thank you.